Hey everyone, what's going on? Uh, this is episode 7 of the podcast, uh, back here. Yep, episode 7. Yeah, I totally forgot about it for a second there. Um, yeah, so today we got Devin Carney back on for the second time. It's very exciting. We talked a lot about some, about, about a lot of random things, had a lot of fun. Uh, I think you guys will probably enjoy it. We talk about some funny stuff, a lot of laughs. Um, yeah, this will be my last podcast for 2017 um i know there's a few more weeks left but i'm just really busy on the weekends um yeah busy on the weekends as christmas gets closer so yeah so the podcast will return in next year in january i'm not sure exactly when but probably one like the first couple weeks but yeah so with that out of the way Let's get right in to podcast episode number seven, featuring Devin Carney. The Revitalized Podcast. How do I usually start it? This is bad. I'm just spacing so hard. How do I? You don't. I think that I think that might have been the best way to start this. <laughs> just ask, like, how do I start these things again? But yeah, no, yeah, or just this. Why no, not? this. Throw, I'm definitely using this now because it's throw in this here. in the fray. Yeah. <laughs> this is fully. Hey everyone, how'd you like that intro? Hello. That was by far the greatest intro of all time. It was planned and considered. <laughs> Heavily thought through for a good hour before. Um, there's there's no mess ups on this show, Connor. No, not really. No. Yeah, no, every everything goes to plan. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. It's all we're all just super professional and hundred percent amazing at this. Yeah, exactly. Well, hey, thanks for having me back, Connor. No problem. The first yeah. one was so successful. It's the most successful of all mm-hmm. of them so far. So I was like, well, I guess I guess yeah, you have to have him back. back. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate it. And I can't wait to uh talk about some shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Oh, the one thing I have to—I was going to tell you first—is that I had another person come back for a second appearance, so to speak, on this sh- podcast, mm-hmm. and she was like, "So basically, if I have—if I come on a third time, then I'm basically a co-host." And I was like, "That's not true." Oh, right, right. <laughs> and but, then, but I can see where she's coming from. See, it, it, how? How? How do you see? I was so confused. Well, I think. I think these things happen organically. Uh, I, like a co-host of a show, I think very rarely, unless you're like NBC or something. If you're like a if you're a startup kind of like you, I think you don't pick a co-host. I think your audience kind of picks the co-host. Yeah, if you, I can see that. If you if you were to okay, let's just say for the sake of argument mm. that one day John Cena. <laughs> called you and he's like i can't I, I don't know what john cena sounds like admittedly but i'm gonna try to do an impression <laughs> all right uh corner is it close it's not close <laughs> okay i want to be on your podcast and then if if john cena were to say that then i think at that point you'd kind of be committed to john cena <laughs> a little bit I don't think you call John Cena, basically, is what I'm trying to say. I think he calls you. Yeah. Well, I mean, he has that ability. When he can crush you with his just his hands, I think 
Yeah, he's a large man. Yeah. There's a new movie with him, isn't there? Yeah, there is. There's a couple of them actually. And he's he's like a he's like nerdy or something. Like he's he's timid. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but I've seen that trailer, and I was like, hmm, John Cena. Classic joke. Yeah. Strong man can't do much. <laughs> Love it. That's the weirdest one. In a movie, we we're like, oh, that guy's obviously huge, <laughs> and why can't he do anything? Exactly. Because he yeah. can do whatever he wants. Absolutely. <clears throat> I guess he can also be a cuck. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. That's what he wants. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No. That. <laughs> yeah. If John Cena called me and was like, this is happening, I'd be like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Exa- right. Uh, yeah. And then, and then it would snowball though, because then that episode would get like a million views because John Cena is just on your podcast. Yeah. Everyone would be like, holy crap. And then everyone would be like, yo, more John Cena, please. Yeah. And then he'd, he'd eventually just kind of make it into into the show as your co-host. Yeah. Well, he could finance the whole thing. <laughs> mm, that'd be nice. He could be like, yeah, here's a studio for us to work in. Be like, Imagine having a budget. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be amazing. Having money to do something? Wow. That sounds incredible. I it's wish one hell. day. <clears throat> mm-hmm. We can dream. Yeah, we can definitely dream and never see those dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. These dreams are sounding more like nightmares. That's they a good are. question. That's a good question. If something... Okay, let's say that you have a dream oh. and it's, ni- it's nice. Like, it's it's really good. So good that... Uh, I'll give you an example, Connor. Mm. When, when I was probably in grade six, I had a dream that I got an earring. Mm-hmm. And and it wasn't just like a stud. It was like a, it was a loop. It, it was a loop hoop, you know, mm-hmm. one of those little, one of the like pirates wear. <laughs> yeah. And I was so excited. Uh, I told all my friends. I looked in the mirror for like an hour. <laughs> in my dream. Uh, just so stoked about my earring. And then when I woke up, I didn't have an earring. And I'm not kidding. I cried. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not proud of it, but I did just <laughs> share it with few people uh, <laughs> yeah that's the three people that listen to this yeah so well that, you see that was a that was an amazing dream during the dream but then afterward it was nightmarish because i didn't have the earring so mm-hmm. do do good dreams retroactively become nightmares if they were so good that you are upset that they aren't real i mean in a way i mean in that in specific instance it kind of does because you woke up and you're like Oh, I didn't get this. Exactly. I feel like there might be a paradox in there somewhere. Yeah, because I've definitely had those where, like, the dream is so so fun or so good, so real. Maybe it's like you're friends with these people that you're like, oh, I didn't think I was going to be friends. Or maybe you got to play on a sports team or whatever. And then you wake mm-hmm. up and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm not that good at those things. Yeah, or maybe, you know, you, you got a loop earring, whatever. Whichever <laughs> of those three that happened. And it was wonderful. <laughs> a, a loop earring in grade six that's kind of that's young to yeah. have a loop earring is it not? it wasn't it, it wasn't like hoop hoop it wasn't like a you know half of size of a hula hoop on my ears it was like they were like small hoops oh, okay oh no all the cool kids are doing it in grade six we were doing the uh, frosted tips oh, i didn't I, I never did them i never did them because my mom didn't want me to have them but well she's a good mom then she she wasn't amazing <laughs> <laughs> oh man 
I'm gonna I, I could potentially uh oust some people here. I don't know if it's this is gonna be too controversial of a of a statement. Go for but it. <laughs> my mom said that because it was it was typically like dudes that would get the frosted tips. I don't know if I ever saw a girl get frosted tips. Yeah. Uh, but my mom, her her theory was, and the reason that she didn't want me to get them was because she felt as though the the guys that got them, their moms didn't have daughters, and it was a way of for their moms to feel like let, letting the, one of their kids get their hair dyed was a way for their moms to feel like they had a daughter because they could like go to, with them to the barber to get their hair dyed. That was my mom's theory. Huh. Yeah, I still kind. I think there's some merit to it. Uh, definitely some i feel like that has to be some of it part of it right and and to be honest like the people who did get the frosted tips uh the three people in my grade six class that got them none of them did have any sisters so Mm. so basically you have a sound theory yeah yeah exactly there's there's no no flaws to it no it makes perfect sense it is definitely the only possibility Mm -hmm. so what else have you been up to um, I went out and filmed in the like mountains last oh, weekend. Oh yeah, I saw that. That was very beautiful. Yeah, that was fun. It was. That was mm-hmm. was that? No, go ahead. I was just gonna ask uh, where where it was, like the setting. Uh, it's a place called Grassy Lakes, which I don't think is a great name because it doesn't really make a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. It's like grass. It's grassy, spelt with an I. So they're trying to be hipster, uh, but it's like, no, get over yourselves. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but it's just it's like no they're really nice there's like two tiny little lakes you can literally walk around one of them or both of them in like five minutes hmm. it's tiny you can ease like yeah you could talk to someone on the other side of the lake okay so it's more like a pond but they call them lakes <clears throat> um but yeah it's like an hour and a half outside the city so went up there with some friends, did some filming in and around there, put together a little video, posted it. Yeah, it looked nice. Yeah. I bought a new uh I bought a new lens. That's one of the main reasons I wanted oh, yeah. to do it. So What was the lens? Uh it's a oh it's a Rokinon Cine lens. Oh yeah? Yeah, it's like <laughs> with like one point two Oh jeez. Yeah. A- aperture at 1.2. Yeah. Uh what's um the what like the the focal distance or like the millimeter? <clears throat> uh technically it's a 50 uh 50. Hmm. Um but with my camera I oh, have uh, uh yeah, I have like the AAS or the APCS sensor or whatever. Yeah. So it's a little bit shorter than the Yeah, the so it's really like a 75, I think. Right, right, yeah. right. With crop. Yeah. The crop factor I, at HD is like 1.5. So yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I also, I mean, I really want to talk about cameras. I love cameras, but I feel like this might be a maybe not a lot of people to listen on <clears throat> give give a crap about. Oh yeah, my my crop sensor made the focal range a little bit too tight. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe you know maybe what? we could talk about something more relatable, like Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Let's Why not, not? Let's not talk about Charlie oh, Sheen. I kind of wanted to. Okay. <laughs> All right, Devin. What do you well, have to say about well, Charlie I, you Sheen? Know what? Okay. Well, I recently watched the Tiger Blood video again. <laughs> <laughs> that man is a legend. I mean, 
I don't know what he's done in his like personal life. I can't speak to that. But, a like, lot of cocaine. Oh, he's done a lot oh, yeah. of cocaine. <laughs> As was made evidenced in the Tiger Blood video. But like that that's a that is one wild man. Oh, for sure. That is one wild man. I, I how do you oh man. And like the the uh, like the the just the nerve that you have that the I don't even know what it is. There's just there's something about like in an interview on like national television to just like first of all get incredibly high on cocaine for like before the interview starts knowing that you have this national interview and then when the lady asks you about like how you've been doing mm-hmm. immediately after you've been kicked off of like the most successful show ever uh, you say, duh, I'm winning. <laughs> it's an amazing feat of achievement. Ah, oh, man. I just... Uh, I, th- I want to be more like Charlie. Really? No. <laughs> okay. But, you know, there's a part of you that's like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, sometimes I kind of want tiger blood. Am I crazy? You should do a couple lines of coke first and see what happens. Oh, jeez. I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of commitment. <laughs> yeah, because then you have to buy it, and, you know. Also, somebody told me, and this is showing how little I know about uh, narcotics, but someone said that cocaine just puts a hole in your brain. Is that true? Like a physical hole? Yeah. Somebody said, I, I, yeah. Well, now I have to look it up. Well, we should look it up. Isn't that ri- ridiculous? It sounds it's like it sounds ridiculous, but then you're like, I don't know, man. It's a pretty ridiculous drug. You never know. Yeah. Cocaine yeah, puts holes in your brain. Let's see. Okay. Cocaine. <laughs> cocaine brain. Men's health. Cocaine, cocaine brain. <laughs> uh. My favorite cocktail to have after six. Cocaine brain. <laughs> uh. With a tent. This one neurologist found that patients with a 10-year weekly powder habits. That's a nice way of saying it. Weekly powder habits. Powder habits, habits exactly. That's the, <laughs> like, the least controversial way to <laughs> say that you s- binging on cocaine. Yeah, that you just snort cocaine every day. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you say it again? What's the, what's the phrase? Every day. No, no. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's great. Thank you. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> uh, weekly powder habit. <laughs> okay. So what happens after 10 years of weekly um, powder habits? Had holes in the brain. Now, holes is in quotation marks. Mm, so it's not real holes. So that makes sense. Uh, it doesn't really... Okay. See. Oh, I think it's just the amount of brain cells that die. Mm. Okay. Mm. That's crazy. That's so scary, though. Oh man. That's not. Yeah, that's just that's too scary. Yeah, cocaine. The Huffington Post posted this study about how cocaine eats like make your makes your brain eat its eat itself. <laughs> well, that's not very nice. No. Some some poor guy <laughs> takes a hit of cocaine and then he's done for. His brain starts eating itself. He's just like, I just wanted to get a little high. <laughs> get, get a little crazy. Yeah. Just poor dude. Well, that sucks for him. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man. So that sucks. Uh, yeah, weird. Okay, qu- quick question. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you rather jump off of a skyscraper uh, into a foam pit that you'll like definitely land into, but mm-hmm. it's pretty small and it might hurt a little, mm-hmm. or would you rather uh, jump out of a plane with a parachute that will like 90, 99% of the time open? Well, I've done the plane thing. You've done a plane? Yeah, I did it in Australia. What? Yeah. Did we, we talk w- about this? No, we didn't, I don't think. But no, so I went why? skydiving in Australia. How was that? Uh, honestly, it was less scary than bungee jumping. <clears throat> hmm. Why is that? I think because when you jump out of the plane, you're attached to the other guy, like the mm. professional skydiver. <laughs> the do-getter, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, there's... You have like four parachutes. Like he's got, or three. No, you got three parachutes. He's got one, like main one. He's got a backup, and you've got one on. Hmm. So it's like one of these three will work, ideally. Yeah. So and and maybe something to do. Did it like? Oh man, I kind of want to go skydiving. Uh, is it, it okay? I'd, I'd imagine like the actual jumping part probably sucked, but. Yeah, was when you're there like standing at the door, it's a little scary. Yeah, right. But then when you jump out, like, is there like, how long of a period is it? Well, you're when you're like, oh crap, this sucks, and then eventually you're like, okay, well, this is just like, because like you're falling for a long time, aren't you? Yeah, I don't even remember how long we fell because I don't, I don't remember how high up we were either. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't do like a super high one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I feel like when I we jumped out. And then you kind of like tumble, like, you know, end over end for like a few seconds. Um, and that's a little scary because you kind of see like all these things going like flipping around. Right. But then when he kind of like levels you out and then you just start falling and you're just looking down, you're like, oh, it's kind of cool. Right. It's still yeah. scary because you're like the parachute hasn't deployed yet. Sure. So it's really exciting and really like thrilling, but there's like a tiny little bit of nerves until the parachute <laughs> actually like deploys and you're like, all right, I'll, I will live. <clears throat> but, yeah, I definitely want to try it. Oh, man. But then the bungee jumping is scary because you, you jump off or you step off like the platform and mm-hmm. you're just like the water or what, cause we did it over water. Like we did it off a bridge. Yeah. So you've sort of done both of the things in my in my would you rather. Kinda, yeah. Wow. What a cultured man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the water comes up so fast in bungee jumping that it's like, oh my god, I'm gonna die, and then you kinda then it catches you at the last second, and you're like, Oh, I'm fine. Yeah, there's and there's not as much time, right? Like maybe that's in my head, and I don't I don't I don't know, you tell me. In my head it's the bungee jumping sounds way scarier because like there's no time for you to understand that you're not in danger yeah like the bungee jumping i've seen anyway hasn't been from very high up by the time like you're all the way at the bottom then you're coming back up yeah like you'll Uh, hear people like you'll or watch people do it um most people like they scream yeah like i think it's it's kind of half out of out of excitement though as well yeah um but yeah they scream like all the way down and then as soon as it the cord catches them and starts pulling them back up they're like yeah that was so cool adrenaline junkies that's yeah. great <laughs> i just didn't make any noise no at all no 
which was did weird. you did you move or like yeah did you pass out no i was just i <laughs> fell down i was like i was just thinking to myself i was like the cord like i because i wasn't the one that i didn't go first Okay. Like my friend had just done it, and I was like, "He was totally fine. I'm gonna be totally I'm be fine. Be totally fine, right? Yeah. It's still scary though. I bet. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, which would you rather do then, Connor? Would you rather jump off a building or jump out of a plane again? Probably jump out of a plane again. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. You should try it. Yeah, I think I should too. Apparently, they say that if you haven't done it by the time you're 40, you just won't do it. Well, you got a few years left, so. Yeah, a few. <laughs> <laughs> You're like halfway there? Yeah. Just, just over half? Uh, Mentally, or like, I guess my my inner age is like 80. <laughs> you're you're uh, secretly and inwardly an 80-year-old person? I'm inwardly 80 <laughs> years old. How does that uh, work? Well, I've, I've always been quite fiscally responsible. Mm. Um, I... I hold some conservative views uh, with regards to finances and uh, the economy. Mm -hmm. I like cardigans quite a bit (laughs) and uh, my teeth fall out. I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't think I have a third one, but you know, I'm, I'm I'm pretty old inside. So (laughs) I don't know. Also, I work with everyone I work with. I don't know. I don't know the next youngest person, but the 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 like average age of the people that I work with is probably like sixty years old. What? Yeah, because uh, real estate. Oh, the, all the realtors and, and it's like a relatively small town, so all the realtors they've been doing it for forty years. The mm-hmm. ones that are still in, so everyone is kind of like my grandparent. It's like I have <laughs> forty grandparents that I work with. But, yeah, most of them love me and like treat me like i'm a grandkid so i think i've been growing older because of them I, there was oh there was kind of a funny moment uh when i first started in real estate and i was like hanging out with these people and like they were you know telling me about how to be old uh i was like driving home from work one day and we were stopped at a red light and there was a guy in front of me who was uh driving like a, a matte painted low riding coupe like it was like you know yeah no muffler and on it on the bumper of his car there was the uh decal that read and i i apologize for my profanities uh cash grass or ass no one rides for free (laughs) and i was like in my head for a split second before i caught myself i was like I wanted to talk to him and be like, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> like, not in like a mean way, but in like a genuine, like, I care about you, old man way. Yeah, like, I'm concerned where you're going. Yeah, like, what's, hey, come on, like, come over here. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Mr. Su- what's his, it was Mr. Sweeney in Boy Meets World. He's like always caring about the kids. Like, come, come over here with his cardigan on. Yeah. Hey, what do you, you know, why do you, why do you get that bumper sticker? Yeah. And then I was like, wait, I'm 20 years old. I get so it. Then, so then I so then I drag raced him. <laughs> of course you know. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> oh, that, was a, that would have been a cooler ending to that story. Yeah, yeah I tried to make myself sound cool, but I'm not cool. <laughs> not that cool, at least. No. Not cool enough to drag race somebody. 
Yeah. People have tried to drag race me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely been challenged. And okay, one time, and this is not a joke. Uh, it, it, it was in Trenton. It was, I was stopped beside a cop. Mm-hmm. And the cop looked at me and like as if he wanted to race because like we were both stopped and he looked at me and he kept looking at me kind of thing. And I was like, is this because he's a cop and he's concerned or is this like a drag race? And then that light in where we were, there was like a light and then another light almost immediately after like, I don't know, 30 seconds down the road. And he peeled like he peeled out like mm-hmm. obviously wanting to race or something or or in my head, I was like, oh, crap, there must be like some call he has to go to. Yeah. But why did he wait at the red light? But then he peeled out and it was me and uh, a couple of my buddies in the car. And then he stopped at the next one because the next light turned red immediately. And I was like, and he looked at me again. And I was like, does this guy want to like drag race me? <laughs> and I was talking to my friends. I was like, should I do it? Like, is this something? And they're like, no, it's a trap. He's yeah. going to like pull you over if you win. And if you lose, then you lose. <laughs> There's no way to win. Uh, but I did. I didn't end up drag racing the cop, and I still don't know if he was trying to. But he did peel out again. Hmm. And can you imagine being a police officer and like messing with people <laughs> by like stopping at every red light you're at and just <laughs> revving your engine at the guy beside you, being like, "You can't win." <laughs> exactly. Uh, I would. I feel like there's a part of me that would do that, but then my mor- then my morality would kick in and be like, "You can't." I can't do this. <laughs> I feel like like that's you you could lose your job, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't actually like peel off. I've definitely once or twice like rev and look at them and be like, Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do okay. this and then just right. let and then I would let them go. Yeah, then if they ripped out of it, I'd be like, Well, they're stupid and then I would just turn right and go away. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. That's nice of you. Yeah, because I I don't know, that's kind of entrapment or something, right? I would think so. Oh, did you hear in in Belleville what happened with uh, that entrapment? No. Where the people, well, like the distracted driving has become such a huge epidemic now, right? Like everyone's mm. on their phone, and it's insane. If you look beside you ever, like fifty percent of the time, there's going to be somebody texting. It's it's incredible. Uh, but in Belleville, they set up. So there's a couple of things. One of them, there was somebody. Well, they put police officers in our public transit. So they sit in our buses because it's higher up so they can look down mm. into the cars like beside them. Uh, and then they call somebody and then they, they get the license plate or whatever. But the other what, what, the other thing that they've been doing, which a lot of people have been angry about because they think it is entrapment. Uh, they There was this guy who stood on the corner of bell boulevard in north front and for anyone who doesn't know bell was not a big town but those are like that's like arguably the major intersection so it's it's pretty busy like yeah and uh there was a somebody who stood right in the middle of that intersection like on one of the medians uh and they were begging for money Mm -hmm. and it said heading to alberta um need money or something like that uh on like a cardboard sign except the cardboard sign was immaculately drawn. Like mm-hmm. it looked so perfect. They had socks on that were like over top of their pants. So to, I think to make them look more rugged or like more rough, but the socks were like pristine white. Like mm-hmm. they, they were completely clean. They had like a nice haircut. Uh, it was like it just kind of like just trippy enough where you're like, is this person like 
genuine about what they're saying. A lot of people thought that they were just faking it and they were just trying to get money even though they weren't homeless or something. Mm -hmm. But then it came out that it was a police officer. So they they would stand there um, and if you tried to give them money or something and like you had your phone in your hand, then they would like take at you with distracted driving. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of people were crazy upset about it because it's like, I don't know. Seems a little bit shady. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the exact, like, rules or laws behind, like, entrapment, but it's definitely, like, cause for a concern about something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Cops are weird sometimes. Yeah. <clears throat> mm, I apologize for this throat thing to everyone listening. This is just the worst. <clears throat> yeah. So you said you have surgery or something? Yeah, it's like, well, I have post-nasal drip, which is the mucus drips in your throat. No, that's gross. And then it doesn't help that my, it's, I have a deviated septum. So basically, like, my nasal passage is too small. Yeah, it's way too narrow. So that's mm-hmm. why it all falls in my throat. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the plan is to get surgery and widen that out and fix all of this. Yeah, um, I'm supposed to get that too, I think. Yeah, but it's a while. It's not really like a uh, like a deviated septum isn't much of an emergency thing, right? So they're like they triaged me on like the eight to twelve month list. Oh wow! And that was like two three months ago. So maybe by next summer I'll get a call. That'd be nice. Yeah. Eight to twelve months. Yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. But one day, maybe I won't have to do that all the time. <clears throat> yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. Yeah, fantastic. It's really awkward in like a quiet setting with a bunch of people. Having Everyone, to clear your throat. Yeah, and you're just like, <laughs> and everyone's like looking at you like, Shh, and you're like, shut up. <laughs> Stop making noise. Yeah. Oh, I do that all the time that like at any type of event where everyone's supposed to be like really quiet and just like sitting there and someone will like cough i'll turn to them and be like shh yeah (laughs) their reaction is the best that's that's (laughs) what that's what you do it for is their reaction right right because they look at you and they're like but but the best is a sneeze because they're like a sneeze is involuntary (laughs) right exactly yeah (laughs) And you're like, yo, be quiet. And you're like, I can't control this. And you're like, shh. That's good. That's good. People do it to me, and I'm like, I have a medical issue. Mm. Yeah, you you have an excuse. They don't. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. I don't know. It's not really much of an excuse, but it is one. I don't know, man. <clears throat> you have to have surgery. I think you can just use that. If you if you have to have <laughs> surgery for anything, I think you can kind of use it as an excuse. <laughs> yeah, you just don't want to overuse it. Yeah, I guess so. Just every time someone does something, I need surgery. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. What does it have to do with hockey? Nothing. I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Hockey. It's been so warm here, and... So none of the ice is frozen yet, so we can't even play hockey. <clears throat> is it colder there than in Ontario? Uh, well, what's it there right now? Oh, like, that is not like generally. Right now, it's uh two degrees. Oh yeah, well yeah, it's been like double digits. 
what? last few days. Yeah. Holy crap! Oh, the next the next week we're like down to negative nine and negative six. Bro. Yuck. I don't know. I'd still rather that than it be like 35 degrees and 95% humidity. Yeah, no, for sure. Me too. Because that stuff's gross. Yeah. That was Australia for like 10 months of the year. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it sucked. Horrendously. (laughs) No wonder they sent all the prisoners there. (laughs) Did they really just do that? Is that legit? They just like bundled up all of the bad people without any like rules or anyone to like govern them and they just threw them on an island yeah with like guards and stuff so it was still like a prison oh, there were, yeah, okay they just, there were guards okay. but if they got like loose see my my interpretation of that story was like they there weren't any it wasn't like a prison it was just like okay we have way too many criminals what do we do hey is there like a new place <laughs> and then they just like <laughs> send them all there without any like government <laughs> I, that sounds way more fun uh, and kind of like a hum- Hunger Games scenario, you know? Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of criminals. Yo, yo, film that, though. If there had been video cameras back when they sent all the criminals to Australia, can you imagine a reality TV show? <laughs> what, what's it be like? Uh, illegals down under or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, there were like penal colonies set up and stuff like that. <laughs> but yeah, it was essentially just a way to get rid of criminals. Yeah, that's... Oh man, what a what a world where you could just like send all of your bad people to another continent. <laughs> like we have no use for you anymore. Get out yeah. of here. Oh man. Imagine That's having incredible. that job though. It's like soldier, your job. You have to move to Australia <laughs> Wait, and what? guard prisoners for the rest of your life. What's Australia? <laughs> Wait, why? <laughs> it's a giant island on the of opposite side of the world from us. This is why this doesn't make sense. This is what I'm telling you. They should have done illegals down under, and they should. The premise of the show should have been, uh, the, like, all the prisoners, uh, get put put on the island, right? And then mm-hmm. they all have to try to kill each other, except only until there's like a thousand people left. How many criminals were there? Oh, were there? I have no idea. Okay, let's just oh, say. Wait, in, no. Between 1788 and 1668, about 162,000 convicts okay. were transported there. Okay, so let's say you all have to fight uh, to the death until there's only 100,000 of you. Wait, and then, so it's only kill 62,000? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then once there's 100,000 of them, uh, the top killers, like whoever had the most kills, gets mm-hmm. to be guards, the top. Like the top hundred get to be guards and they get guns and shit. And then uh, every weekend, uh, you know, a little fun thing to do. Uh, mm. The guards get to pick one person to go on a hunt for. And this is all filmed. It's all reality TV. Remember, it's criminals down under uh, or illegals down under. And and then that person, if if the guard kills them, then mm. like hunky dory. That's great. Another criminal's dead. But if the criminal kills the guard, they become a guard. I don't know about you, but I think this show could uh, possibly win an Emmy. Yeah, if like HBO or Netflix picked it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, A and E. Yeah, it's the next. <laughs> it's the next Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if people would be super into the whole actual murder on TV thing. <laughs> people loved the Hunger Games, Connor. Also, Coliseums. Come on. 
it's true. It's hu- it's human nature. That's why we watch sports. I think that's why so many grown men have the names of other men on their backs. It's because yeah, bro. It's because we need that. We need that like competition. That like war. I think I think we love war. Dude, I have UFC shirts. Yeah, exactly. With like McGregor, I have a McGregor shirt and I have right. a St. Pierre shirt. Right, like what's up with it? I have I have some hockey jerseys. Why? That's messed mm-hmm. up. That's weird. I think it's That's... also like a Yeah, it's like a tribal thing. Yeah. Like right, you have exactly. to you're part of like yes, there's the 5 or 8 or whatever however many guys on the ice. Well, there's I mean there's five guys on the ice and then but the team is like 20. But anyway, so there's a team but you're like I can be part of this team. Yeah. You know, I can be part of this tribe that I like. And But it's like kind of weird though, right? Like I I, I have jerseys. I, yeah. I'm not I'm not uh I've not abstained from from the I'm like I'm I'm being a hypocrite here, but it's really it's weird that like mm-hmm. we have we have the name of another dude probably younger than us just on our <laughs> on our back. Yeah. Like I don't know, there's something that really creeps me. Like I don't know, it's weird. It's yeah, weird. no, it's it's definitely odd. It's this weird obsession with like either with war or with like I don't know. I think in the Coliseum days, if there had have been like a famous fighter, he probably would have been <clears throat> known by people, and people would would have wanted to like I don't know. Yeah, they would have they would have worn his jersey if they had jerseys back then. Exactly, exactly. I don't know. I think it's I think it's like biologically ingrained in us to yeah. want want that fighting or that competition. Well, there's thrill to it, like watching it, like for any type of like fighting sport. Mm. Like you get so into like a huge knockout, you're just like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, Even can you it's, imagine? <laughs> it's like just so bad though when you see someone get knocked out like brutally, but it's can so you, exciting. Can, can you imagine if like the UFC if they gave them spears? <laughs> like it's, it's like mixed. It's like Coliseum. It's like, oh, Ultimate Fighting Coliseum. Well, there U- was this UFC. I don't. I think it was on the Joe Rogan Experience. Uh. He had Brendan Schaub on, and they were joking about what if they had like Conor McGregor fight George St. Pierre in the Coliseum. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Would they put an octagon in the Coliseum, or would they yeah. just like op- open it up? I think they meant put an octagon in it. <laughs> I, I think it'd be dope if they just opened it up. <laughs> just like throw the lines in and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> exactly. You guys are skilled Con- athletes. Go. Eventually, forward. Connor's just riding a lion. <laughs> 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 he doesn't even fight anymore. He's just like he's laying. He's laying with a sackcloth on eating grapes that the lions are feeding to him. Oh, Otherwise, he, they're like, "I'm gonna go against him." He just punches their face, and it just breaks mm. in half. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when George Saint Pierre is probably just wrestling them all to the ground and tossing them wherever he wants. Yeah. So that's what yeah. I want to see. Let's get the UFC fighters of today to fight lions. That's got to be mm. a bit more of a fair fight. Probably, uh, we're we're not made equal, man. There's no way. That's so. There are men who've wrestled bears before. Yeah, I don't think I'd. Oh man, this. Have you seen? Did you see the recent big knockout at the UFC like last weekend? No. It was like a minute forty two seconds in. The guy just huge uppercut just flatlined him. Uh, how how uh, fast? How far we're into the. Uh, the fight were the first round yeah oh, yeah minute 42 first round that sucks but like yeah like i think it's naganu overing 
of course, of course, there's a GIF of it already. <laughs> there was there was another really big uh, knockout in sports the other day. I don't know if you know. Uh, I think it's Ryan Shazier, um, the oh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I never really like got oh, understood. That was, what that was messy. That was messy. Uh, it, it was like a spinal injury, I think. Yeah, he he just had spinal stabilization surgery. Yeah, and the something. poor dude, he couldn't move his legs. Yeah, like at all. Like people are. I don't know if it's gotten better. They were being optimistic, but then I saw an article saying like it might not be as optimistic as <laughs> they originally thought. I think some people are worried he won't walk. You're Ryan. I don't know. May, maybe there's new news that's come out since then. But. Yeah. Well, this one thing here says uh, reportedly may not play football again. Oh man, poor dude. Like underwent spinal stabilization surgery. Um. Although with CT, that might be a good thing for him. Like, yeah, if he, he can walk, if yeah. if he can walk, that's you know, man, that's that's so sad. Holy crap! Like all the athletes that have been, yeah, uh, like, yeah, yeah. I don't even. They still like they didn't never really said exactly what was wrong with them. They just said spinal injury, and then he had surgery. That like I still don't know exactly what. Someone, I think someone just. It was it was a hit it was a hit yeah on the field like he, hmm. he he was hit on the field and then I think someone hit his spine or somehow his spine got I don't know if it like snapped or something but oh. yeah like it he can't he couldn't move his legs like he was paralyzed from the waist down that's so, on the that's field so scary yeah <clears throat> yeah that would just be devastating on like because like not even that you can't play football anymore but like your life is just now completely like a one one eighty. Oh, yeah, exactly, right? Like, those dudes, can you imagine how many hours they must put into that sport? Like, and throughout their whole lives. Like, mm-hmm. from the time they were probably in high school or sooner, they've sooner. been, like, working out. Yeah, they've been working out specifically to try to get into the NFL. Like, mm-hmm. they, they spend, I don't know, 15 years probably just, like, honing and working their asses off just to get into this, like, one league. And then they finally do it. And then a few years into their career, like, it's all it's over. Yeah. Like, what do you do? All you ever, you can't even like, like if you can't walk, mm. can you imagine like all you do is f- like physical, like what do you, what do you do after that? Yeah. Like, give talks or something? Holy crap. <laughs> That's a life changing experience. Well, you hear about a lot of like UFC fighters that retire, but then they come back, like they unretire, you know, oh, into the sport. Yeah. Cause they're just like, I don't know. Like they don't have a normal life outside of fighting. Like that's all they've ever done. So they mm. they've lost all their like adrenaline and mm. their like thrill. So they come back. <clears throat> like George St. Pierre just came back. Right. I can't imagine he'd be able to. I don't know. You you. There's no way you could stop fighting, right? Yeah. Or, that's, or, that, yeah. That's the thing. It's like they or, can't just or, stop. Or playing football, like the same thing. Like you might stop in the NFL. You might stop playing in the NFL, or you might stop fighting in the UFC. But there's no mm. way that these guys are like. Just quitting cold turkey. After. No, they'd have to. They'd still train. And do yeah, stuff. Or exactly. Or play in like B leagues or something like that. Like, there's no way. That, mm. Yeah, might go to school or something. You never know. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I guess a lot of football players probably already went to school. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them went to like college and university, but quite yeah. a few, I think, just had high school <laughs> educations as well. Probably. Yeah, when they when they do their like those cheesy. I don't know if anybody's watched the NFL before but like at the beginning of every game and it's every game I, I'm assuming it's just to fill time it, they like during the first drive they'll like introduce the whole offensive oh team. yeah and they say like 
they name yeah, it where like, they went to school. Except except none of them like they're they're brutish men who all they know how to do is like hit each other hard. Like they're they're like they sit and they're they've obviously been forced to do this. They're sitting in a chair incredibly uncomfortably. Their eyes are like wide open. And it's it's like uh Ryan Shazier, Wisconsin State University, Pittsburgh Steelers, defensive line. It's like yeah, they they and, don't say it properly. There's like weird pauses and gaps. It's, and it, yeah, it's just so cri- <laughs> It's like it's so cringy, and and all of them do it. It goes like immediately in a line, and they all oh, it's so good. It's one of my favorite parts that I watch. <laughs> yeah, they don't do it all the time now, but yeah, they do. They still do it quite often. Yeah, especially good. in like big games. Yeah. yeah. You get the one guy who actually smiles, and you're like, oh, this guy knows. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> They don't do that in hockey, thank goodness. Yeah. Although I don't know, I think I think sports <clears throat> sports could use a little bit of humor. <laughs> humor. Yeah. How 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 would you add humor into sports? I'm saying like, okay, make a separate league, but it's the <laughs> same. So like the, okay, for give me a sport. Let's just do football. Okay, so it's the NFFL. Uh, the National Funny Football League. <laughs> it's incredibly original, I know. Uh, and it, the rules are exactly the same, except for like one thing. So let's say um, you can uh, audience. Okay, the audience can play. If the, if the if somebody in the stands wants to get their ass rocked, <laughs> they can jump in at any point, take the ball, and run. And so, like the, the other football players. They have to. The other football players have to abide by all the rules of the game. Yeah. Um, so like they can't just like pick up the ball off the line of scrimmage and just start running with it. Like it needs to be snapped and all that. But an audience member can just pick it up and run. They don't. They don't have to. They can. They can be dirty. They can. They can. They can grab the face mask. They can horse collar. They can late hit. The can audience. The, do, <laughs> can the players do steroids? Yeah. No. 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 There's only one funny rule because oh, okay. the steroids. That's uh, that's uh, javelin. Oh. Uh, yeah, the National Funny Javelin League. Uh, <laughs> that you can do steroids for the Javelin League. No, but for football, audience members can, can join in. So say it's like the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Or it's, sorry, the, the Super Funny Bowl. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, <laughs> up against the Arizona Cardinals. I don't even know if they can be in it together. I don't know if they have And uh, Fitzgerald goes up, if that's his name, or Fitzpatrick, whatever it is. He grabs, he jumps up in the air and yeah. like, Eight feet in the air, and he just and he grabs the ball with one hand, and and he comes down, and he's he's like thirty yards from the end zone, no one near him. He's running. This is the end of the game. It's in yeah. overtime. Yeah. Uh, second drive, and then a very large man with Cheeto <laughs> dust all over his shirt <laughs> jumps out of the stands and just hugs him <laughs> and just holds on to him and doesn't let him go. Uh, I don't. I look, look, all I'm saying is that I think there could be some humor or some entertainment value injected in the sports i just think that's what we're lacking oh i think that you could definitely have the humor get those guys that are like you know in their 20s or early 30s that just think they're like the strongest ever oh yeah and they just just pick up they they just pick up the ball and some guy like von miller just absolutely runs over them yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) and they're just like oh and their body is just 
snapped in half. <laughs> or, or it's like some beautiful moment where some legend of the game, like Joe Namath, or like I don't know, I don't know, Joe Namath, like comes out onto the field and he's like smiling and waving, and everyone in the, in the crowd's like cheering, and then, and then you have like Mean Joe Green, like come across the field and just like pummel him and break his fragile eighty-year-old bones. I don't know if he. I don't know if Joe Namath is still alive. I don't know if that was insensitive. Oh, Joe Namath? Yeah, I think he might have. Uh, I think he might be dead. Did he bite the dust? No, he's. Oh no, he's still alive. There you go. Yeah, Joe Namath. Like, yeah. Good for him. Yeah, he's. Yeah, he's fine. That would be funny, but also just terrible. <laughs> Yeah, but like, oh, I think there's some serious potential to like inject comedy into sports. I I was started this bit as a joke, but now I'm kind of like into it. Like, <laughs> I think there's so much more entertainment value. It's all about entertainment, right? Like, mm. sports are for entertainment. You want to get entertained. You want to watch these two powerhouses face off against each other. Why not inject a little comedy into the mix? Probably there, get a bigger audience. Here's a debate though against that, or the argument against that would okay, be go, give it for people who play. Like, well, for me, example, like, I'm really into hockey. I played it for years. So, like, I get a massive amount of enjoyment just watching hockey. Like, I wouldn't want the humor in it because I oh, don't. Oh, Connor, Connor. Yeah. Connor, this is not the NHL. This is the NHFL. No, but that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch the other one. I just watch Yeah, but you haven't one. heard, you haven't heard with it NFHL, <laughs> how it differentiates from the North typical NHL. You haven't heard yet. All right. And the difference is, uh, instead of skates, you wear bowling shoes. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way to get traction on the ice. (laughs) It's kind of like watching air hockey slowly. (laughs) Just letting the puck kind of like fall around the ice. Literally anyone could play that then. Exactly. Come on, you're telling me that that doesn't sound amazing? It'd be funny, but I still wouldn't watch a lot of it. Oh, you're crazy. Okay, fine. I'd... Every fine, fine, fine. Uh, bowling shoes and everyone does shrooms before each game. <laughs> there wouldn't Have be much not... of a game going on. <laughs> or there would be, who knows. And and fights fights are uh, substituted for hug sessions. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> hug sessions hug yeah hug sessions like like two dudes are like really angry at each other because they can't first <laughs> so they of all just... they can't they can't move like they're trying to and then they like they so throw just, off their gloves they're just forced to hug for like five minutes well they choose to if they want but they throw their they throw their gloves down mm-hmm. and then they just like they bring it in <laughs> if they can get to each other yeah that's the hope you should start these leagues. All right. What's next? Uh, soccer. The, okay. Um, the MFLS, Major Funny League Soccer. Uh, players. Oh, how do we do this? Okay. Okay. Uh, everyone can use their hands once throughout the a game. Like you can pick up the ball. You could throw it like at any point. Uh, Only and once. The, yeah. And the goalies have to be. Uh, naked. <laughs> what? <laughs> like completely naked? Yeah. Like yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's half the reason everyone goes to the game. <laughs> All right, baseball. Um. Yeah, that's the MLFB. 
um, Major Funny League Baseball. Um, okay, the umpires have tasers. Uh, <laughs> done. When you're out, if you're out, you get tased. <laughs> no matter where you are. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> See? Yeah, you're getting it. There's so much more like gravitas to every play. Because <laughs> if you get out, you know you're getting tased. Tased, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what if you commit an error? Do you get like hit over the head with a baseball bat or something, or what? We could. We can talk. We could talk. Let's. We'll brain. We'll, we'll brainstorm. <laughs> that might. That might work. No, just get a paintball gun to the nuts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? Um, WWE or F? What is it? What is it? WWE. Yeah. Um, there's no scripting. That, <laughs> that's what makes it so funny. Like they can't practice anything, and they just get thrown in the middle, and it's just like, yeah. They have to be imagine? allowed to do full steroids. I think they yeah. already are, though. So probably. I mean, people make fun of the WWE because it's scripted, and it obviously is scripted. But, but that's I think the, anyone. Yeah, but that's, that's the, the point. point. But yeah. even still, even though it's scripted, like those dudes have to be for what they're. Even though it's scripted, mm. like that is some incredible. I can't imagine how like difficult yeah, you, that must be. You have to be, be in incredible shape because you right? get like thrown and slammed and yeah, dropped. Yeah, and you're picking people up and jumping off. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Like, people make fun of it, but like that still must be an incredibly demanding sport. Yeah. Yeah. That's like that's the real like. That's the definition of an entertainment sport. Mm-hmm. Like it's all completely designed just to be entertaining. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. What about basketball? Yeah, that's the uh, NFBA, the National Funny Basketball Association. Uh, oh, uh, you have to have one person who's under five feet tall on the court at all times, <laughs> <laughs> and he has to. Have he the has ball to for score half. at least, yeah, like so a certain amount of points. Yeah, he has to score ten points, or, or the game head doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> it gets recorded, but it just nothing happened. No one got a win. No one got a loss. Um, oh, golf! Yeah. Golf has to have a good one. Uh, that's a PFGA tour. So <clears throat> I don't even know what that stands for, but Professional PGA. Golf Association. Obviously, duh. Yeah. I'm not an idiot. Um, so, I think honestly, because golf's so boring. The rule is, in order for you to turn the TV on, in order to get to your channel, you have to drop acid first. <laughs> I think that's the only way to make golf interesting, to be honest. Uh, oh, and okay, so the Olympics, right? The Olympics, I have, mm-hmm. I have a good one here for the Olympics. So it's a normal Olympics. Mm-hmm. Everything's the exact same, except th- also at the very beginning of the games, one of the athletes randomly picked from any country uh, gets murdered. Uh, <laughs> and so you're following not only the olympic events but also you're following the murder investigation which is which is per- performed by one hercule Poirot. uh i don't know if you've heard of him yeah i don't no, think yeah murder on the, uh, murder on the olympic express. express yeah just saw that movie great film uh but uh yeah so like wasn't there uh, this might be insensitive wasn't there like a an Olympic Games where the, a bunch of people got murdered. It was like in Germany or something. Yeah, Mer- it started with an M. Was that place Munich? Munich. Was that it? Was that where it was? Maybe I think, but it didn't. Uh, yeah, a bunch of Jews were killed or something like that. Yeah. So that that might be. Maybe that's a little bit off brand for the funny games. But yeah. Oh, speaking of murder, murder on the Orient Express. Did you see it? 
I have not seen it yet. <laughs> oh, have you? I think there was an older one. Did you see the older one? I think. No, but I know. I know the story. Oh, you do. Mm. Oh, okay. I've read the book. Oh, okay. Did you like it? The book? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it only got a fifty-eight on Rotten Tomatoes. It got a six-point-eight on IMDb. Man, I disagree. Hmm. Well, I heard. I read that like. <clears throat> Because it was adapted from a book, like there's so much in the book where, it, like, mm. you kind of know what's going on inside the detective's head and like all this stuff. Mm, like when it translated to a movie, it seemed like he just had like abnormal detective abilities. He would just be like, "Oh, this is what's going on." You're like, "Oh, right." right. I don't know. Oh man, I I really liked that film. Mm. It's well shot. It looked very well shot. Yeah, I, th- I think it was Kenneth Branagh, like the guy that started yeah. it, who as Poirot he, he directed yeah. it. Yeah, it was a beautiful movie, definitely, definitely beautiful. And I thought it went, I thought it was really good. I mean, I've never heard the story before, and maybe it was just mm. like good storytelling that I was into, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Have you seen? Um, are you gonna go see the Disaster Artist? Oh, I want to, but I I want to watch the Room first. Oh yeah, you have to watch. I mean, you don't have to because the movie apparently is still really good, but. Watching The Room beforehand is definitely oh, yeah. recommended. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The Room is the worst movie ever made. Yeah, I've seen like highlight reels of, of The Room, but I've never actually watched The Room itself. Mm. It's terrible, but it's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> and then, of course, you got, uh, it came out already. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, wow. So you got to chop chop. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'll get on that. Yeah. Then we got a... Uh, Star Wars coming out in like a week. Yeah, very excited. Do you have tickets? Yep. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Sick. Yeah, I'm excited. I don't even know who I'm going with. I just bought two like a couple weeks ago, and I was like, mm. someone will go. Someone will go, yeah. <coughs> I bought two, too. The, uh, I, I, I bought for like the very first showing, mm. like a month ago, as soon as they went live, because I want so badly to be in line with somebody dressed up like Chewbacca. You're gonna dress up like Chewbacca? No, 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 no. I'm not gonna. I want to be in line with somebody who dresses up like Chewbacca, and then I want to talk to that man and like kind of ask him why he thought it was a good idea. (laughs) Have you ever been to like one of those early premieres where people are dressed up? One, and it was Harry Potter, Mm -hmm. uh, the the last movie. I had never seen any Harry Potter, and then we had a Harry Mary. We called it Harry Potter Marathon, and we watched every film except for the very last one. The day before that came out, and then we went to see it. Uh, And there were, well, Andrew Bootsma uh, was dressed up as as Dumbledore, uh, naturally. And and then there were like five other Dumbledores. And then there were people who were wearing like Lord of the Rings shirts. (laughs) I don't know if they were trolling or, yeah. Yeah, I've only been to like the Hobbit premieres, and yeah, you have people dressed up as like hobbits and stuff Mm. like that. Yeah. I'm like, that's cool, dude. I'm just here to watch a movie, but I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of fascinating, though. Have you seen anyone else dressed up? What do you? Oh, like in other I movies? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. When I went to see Star Wars, there was people dressed up for as like Jedi and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I've never. I. It's fascinating to me. I just never completely understood like why <clears throat> people do that. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you gotta be. You gotta really love the franchise. Or but, maybe, but not even just, just really love it, but just like there's something because like I really, really love Star Trek, but like I would never 
dress oh, up. Oh, you're a hypocrite. You're a hypocrite. You're a hypocrite. Uh, do you like hockey? Yeah. Have you ever gone to an NHL game? Yes. Did you wear a jersey? No. Whoa, really? No, I've never worn a jersey to a game, though. Oh. Have you worn a jersey in general, though? Yeah, uh, I guess that doesn't really count. No, okay, no. you beat me. You beat me. You beat me. Only UFC you be- stuff. Okay. You beat me. But, like, that's kind of... That's probably it's, along the same lines of what's going on. It's right? similar. But, I mean, like you were saying, the jersey part with sports is almost more like the tribal, like, fighting biological thing. Yeah. But, Maybe like, dressing up, think- to, dressing up to support a movie, which is completely fictional. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's similar, but it's different. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I've just yeah, never understood that. <clears throat> yeah, I guess I don't really get it either. I don't think I'd ever do it, but... Mm. I don't know. Then again, I don't. Maybe I would. I don't know. Yeah, if something comes out one day, they're just like, "This is the greatest thing of my life." Yeah, why not? Or, or if like I happen to have a costume or something, like, yeah, why not? Yeah. Opening night. I'm just not a freaky. big. I'm not a big dress up person. Like even when they have like the Christmas parties and stuff, and they're like, "Wear an ugly sweater." I'm like, "Oh, you got to get in on that." But like, got to get in. I'm just it. never like. I've never owned anything like that. And I'm like, I'm not going to go, go buy something. What? No, you have to. That's what mm. uh, me and my buddy did. We went to a, a Christmas party for our work. I didn't mm. work there anymore, but I went. Uh, we both went to Giant Tiger. There yeah. were like $5 ugly sweaters that says, kiss me all over with mistletoe all over it. Oh. We cut the sle- we cut the sleeves off, <laughs> made them into sweater vests, yeah, and yeah. Uh, we rocked that party. You got you to gotta get in on that. That's Christmas spirit. That's uh, yeah. that's human nature. Man. To dude. be fair, I've only probably ever gone to one of those parties, and I didn't do it. So it's not like oh, I'm that, like that's over fair. eight. I'm over one. <laughs> you over one. That's okay. <clears throat> there's understandable. A, I think there's one coming up, though, actually, mm. in like a week. Or a week um, and a half or something. Are you are you ready for Christmas? Because no. that yeah, holy crap, that came up fast. No, I am horrendously unprepared. Yeah. Do you guys do gifts for your family? Yeah. Yeah. I have not bought them yet. Yeah. At all. <laughs> What's what were gifts like growing up in your house? What do you mean? Were there traditions that you did you guys open oh. them at a certain time or Oh right. Yeah. Well usually like the night before, so Christmas Eve, we establish what time we're getting up. And as we've all gotten older, that time has gotten later in the morning. Yeah. Because I'm like, sense. I'm not getting up at six. Like, the presents yeah. are still going to be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've always, like, we've taken all the stockings into my parents' room and, oh, like, done that stuff first. Like, we go do that, and then we go down and get, like, the presents. Mm. Um, and my mom always puts like those clementine oranges in everyone's stocking every okay. year okay and like, then you eat those yeah uh, I don't know do why. you eat them like on christmas morning you eat them yeah you eat them like as soon as you pull them out of the okay stocking. as soon as you pull them out of the stocking okay. yeah, you're like oh this is it <laughs> this is what that's i was waiting neat. for <laughs> that's neat okay that's cool yeah. any other traditions for christmas morning like not to do with gifts uh, i think we've i believe we've had like pancakes every morning mm. i feel like my dad makes pancakes every time that sounds really good. I think, so, yeah. I mean, Christmas morning yeah, pancakes. sounds sounds right. Sounds right. It sounds right. Probably yes. Yeah. What about you? <clears throat> uh, yeah, we we stopped doing gifts about three years ago or something or four years ago. Mm-hmm. Because me and my sister were kind of like, we felt bad because it's like I don't know. Mm. At that point, we were old, older and we were like, eh, you know, we don't really need gifts. So then, 
as you a family. You just need like money. <laughs> yeah. So so we no, but we were just like instead of instead of like getting each other gifts and stuff, like we'll just like all do something together. Like mm-hmm. like we'll just pick something. So one year we went to I don't know if you you know SCTV. Yeah. Um. So like Second City, we went to Second City in Toronto like for one of their shows. Uh, one year we did like a scavenger hunt that lasted big basically all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you know, instead of instead of gifts. But when we were younger, it was like we never got up. It was like it'd be one in the one in the afternoon. My <laughs> sister and me would because like it was the only day we ever got into we got to sleep in. Yeah. So we'd sleep in and we wouldn't want to get up. And then uh, uh, cinnamon buns. That was what we. That was our breakfast. Mm-hmm. Super healthy. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah, we'd super open healthy. gifts. <clears throat> huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the gifts yeah i think as i've gotten older i mean it's not like i'm that old but in the last few years it's like i don't know there's not really anything you like want that bad yeah um <clears throat> i think more and more now like you know because when i was younger that it was always you put together a list right yeah like yeah. what we do is like the sears home catalog or whatever <laughs> yeah well <laughs> um, you didn't have those well no we had them just, i never used them but yeah okay um but yeah like everyone in the family so all five of us would put together like a list and then they'd all get like uh, put on the fridge or whatever or wherever and so then you could like look to see what everyone else wanted oh naturally get stuff. so like it's cool because like you know you're actually getting people what they want but then yeah, you kind of already know what you're getting what was the weirdest thing on anyone's list ever? Mm. Like you looked at it and you're like, what the heck? I mean, I don't, I can't remember anything super weird. I mean, maybe a few years ago when like my one sister was just like younger and still into like the like toys, you'd probably, I'd probably read the title and be like, what is that? <laughs> okay. Nothing crazy though? No, nothing I can remember. Yeah. But, yeah, but now I'm more like I don't I don't we're not doing lists this year which I'm happy so it's just like you'll just okay. and, and I think that's almost more special you know instead of like opening and gift and be like oh yes I got exactly what you want I wanted thank you it's right. more like oh how did you know this is what I would be into sure yeah, I hear that <clears throat> until they get you like wax yeah you're wax. like oh that's <laughs> thank that's you. great man thanks just thought you were a little too hairy Connor yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm not though. That's the best thing about it. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Christmas is what? One, two, sixteen days away. That's insane. That's crazy. I, I don't know if my family knows what we're gonna do this year either. So probably figure that out. It's yeah. weird living away from them. With like Christmas coming up too. Yeah. 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 You like wake up and you're like, oh yeah. It's a strange feeling. I haven't decorated my house. Like I, I don't know that I ever will. I, 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 I don't. Hey, I'm not I, as. If you have a woman move in there, she'll decorate. Uh, I, I don't know though. Will I let her? Uh, I, I don't think I'll have a choice. Well, I guess so. But like the, I don't know. The, I don't. I, I do not see. I'm not even. I'm not a Scrooge about Christmas. I quite like Christmas. I like the mm-hmm. feeling, like getting together with family and stuff. But yeah, I don't understand like the. Uh, like the excessive decorating yeah i don't get the theme like the whole like gar- garland and evergreen yeah. trees and cherries and mistletoe i don't understand yeah but, i'm not i'm not into it a whole bunch either i like the kind of like the 
a little bit of the tradition. Like, you know, you put up a tree. Um, mm-hmm. we've, we've gone more and more minimalistic with our tree decoration, okay. which I've liked, you know, just put a few things on it. Cause it's not really mm-hmm. about that. And then I don't mind like a couple odd decorations. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I've seen some people, you know, their whole house is just covered in lights and like, dang man. Like, Absolutely. I put, the- I put lights up maybe like, you know, one sure. string over the garage just because it's sure. cool looking, but that's yeah. It. Like I, I don't, uh, when I see people who have like incredible displays for Christmas, mm-hmm. I think like, wow, that's really pretty. But more than that, I'm thinking all you, all you did was just like, you basically just like moved like when you move a house, like you just like got out a bunch of boxes, put a bunch of stuff away, mm-hmm. unpacked a bunch of boxes, put it out just so that you can do it again in like two months. Yeah. I don't, I don't get the point. Like I, I, I don't feel any less like crispy because I don't have a tree. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I don't, and I don't, why, why maybe if I have kids, like I really I think, don't think, I think that might be actually what it is because yeah. like for me, at least here, like, I mean, my sisters are getting more into it, the decorating part, but I think it's cause they're getting older. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like that whole, like, yeah, you decorate the house. Cause that's like the tradition. And it's cause that's how we were brought up. Cause the parents kind of do it for, for the kids. Absolutely. Yeah. Them. Like it's for like them it, as well, but it's for it's also for the kids. If I had a if I had a kid, I'm sure it'd be different. Like then mm-hmm. you know then you'd have to yeah. But I don't know. Until that happens, and I'm not sure that'll ever happen. <laughs> I, I I don't think I'm gonna decorate. I don't see the point. Yeah, we're both you and I are very similar in that the minimalistic is just like eh. It's still yeah. Christmas, like regardless exactly. of how many things you put up, it's still yeah. Christmas. The feeling, not to get too cheesy, but like the yeah. feeling of like being with family on Christmas is like so good. It doesn't matter yeah. if there's like and garland. I, that's what it is. Like the big thing for me is like, honestly, for me, the one thing I would still do is a tree. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a big tree or just like one of those tiny little things, but just like because it's Christmas, I would put something up right. and then you have a meal, like a big meal with your family and that like yeah. the, and it's always like the meal's always the same but that's kind of the idea right <clears throat> so you always have like the turkey the stuffing and all the different various things yeah but that's kind of like and yeah but it's really about being with all your family absolutely so okay connor it's your turn what? for the for the funny league oh uh you you need to do um uh, water polo. Is, uh, water polo is like the one where you have like the ball, right? And you're yeah, there's like two little nets, and you yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Um. There's specific. Um, basically, you divide the pool into zones, right? Like kind of like a hockey rink. You'd have lines because I think okay. there are kind of lines at the bottom of the pool. Mm-hmm. But you'd. You'd have like it'd be have to be very carefully set up. You'd have these little, like trays that would run across and divide the water into three sections. Okay. And you'd pour like oil and gas in those trays, and you just light them <laughs> on fire. <laughs> and so there'd be giant flaming walls and like two spots of the pool. <laughs> what is this like? Is, do people die? Do no, people no. It's just flames? more of an obstacle that oh, can okay. severely injure you. <laughs> Yeah, I think you misunderstood the funny part of this. <laughs> or, no, maybe you didn't. Maybe you just have an incredibly morbid sense of humor. That also makes sense. That's awesome. Maybe All a right. bit more of a lighthearted one. 
okay, yeah, please, would, Connor. Would be setting their just, hair on fire. <laughs> would just be they fill the pool up with a massive amount of chlorine and they can't wear goggles. Oh my gosh, that's not that's <laughs> not lighthearted. That's the that's water one. Burning. The water one makes it hard because like you can't do anything to the playing surface. Well, what I'm thinking, what I, my kind of thought was like, you just put a bunch of like. What are those little fish that nibble on you? They don't eat you, but they just like they just like bite the dead skin off you. Just yeah, put yeah. like a, a million of those in the pool. <laughs> so it's like you can't even really swim. It's, it's more just like a like a soup or like a mush of these fish that nibble at you. Just a couple piranhas. Mm, yeah, and two piranhas mixed yeah. in. Yeah, just, exactly. just two. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Have you seen those things? Are vicious? Have you seen oh, yeah. so, them attacks? Holy! Oh crap. yeah, they attack in the big those giant packs and they just shred things. I thought that was fake. I thought it was like on like just movies, like mm-hmm. you know, amped it up. But like, holy crap, they are devastating. Those things. Are yeah, they're just blood everywhere immediately. Yeah, they're brutal. Yeah. All right, what other sports? There are a few of them, I'd imagine. What are like the main ones? We got hockey. We got basketball. We kind of, we, yeah, we kind of got like the big five: soccer, <clears throat> football, like lacrosse. Mm-hmm. Lacrosse. Well, you know, you hearken, you, you or you go back to the roots of lacrosse. You know, being Canada's national sport, mm-hmm. um, and everyone has to drink a liter of maple syrup <laughs> uh, bef- every time they come on the court <laughs> they're just puking all over the place constantly <laughs> exactly yeah i think that'd be fun like and that'd be fun enough. all the sticks are just like they sit <laughs> in maple syrup so when you grab them exactly. just... it's all sticky everyone's like slipping on the puke that's really it's like lubricant oh man uh, that's yeah uh. <laughs> yeah yeah that sounds fun <laughs> the maple lacrosse league <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. Lacrosse is brutal. It's yeah, so, it's so rough. <laughs> it is. Yeah. They hit each other with the sticks. <laughs> I know. That's insane. They don't it's, care. You no, know, they just and then the fights are hilarious. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Because it's basically a hockey fight. You just have good balance because you're not on ice. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yo. Okay, fencing. <laughs> Except. Only one of the blades has been dipped in like a poison. <laughs> so that's okay, but I can't light my pool on fire. <laughs> you're right. No, that's too far. That's too far. Also, I don't think you actually ever touch one. How about like okay. foam swords? No, I know. Okay, foam swords, that's too easy. Okay. I think they're already sort of fake. But okay, you put itching powder on the inside of their little suits. <laughs> so, they're oh, constantly they're like pulling like, at it. Try- Exactly, trying not to get itchy and trying to hit the other dude with the sword first. Oh man, I'm honestly, I think this is a thing. Like, I think this could be a multi-billion-dollar industry. Honestly, we shouldn't even publish this podcast because the thirty people who are going to listen to it are gonna. You're gonna try to steal it? Yeah, I don't think so. Well, well, no, this is copyrighted to us because we said it. So as long as oh, I of keep course. It. oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Also, no one has the capital to like. <laughs> first of all, Bill. well, maybe the fencing. The fencing one is pretty like low budget. You just need yeah. itching powder and like a suit. But oh, here's a good one. Mm-hmm. Volleyball. 
Okay. You just cover the floor in something really slippery. That's good. I like that. Like You'd that. have to also have, but instead of like, instead of like hard gym floors, because that would be incredibly dangerous, you'd have to like put a thin layer of like padding. Uh, yeah, yeah. So when they do fall, they don't like, you know, die. Or, or what about this? Hear me out. What if we give them, feed them beans, black <laughs> coffee, and laxatives <laughs> an hour, an hour before the game? <laughs> So no one would jump at all. Exactly. Every time someone jumps, there's a little. Then I'll be like crouching and just trying to like set everyone else. Exactly. (laughs) Every time there's like a good hit and you have to return it, as soon as it hits you, you just let a little out. (laughs) There'd be so much cleanup. There would be. That's part. That's even. That's part of the game. Part of it is like. You know how, like, in halftime and the hockey games, like, you get to go on the ice and, like, yeah. shoot a puck and try to get it through, like, a little slot. And if you do, you get, like, 50 grand or something. Yeah. So, in the uh, National Funny Volleyball League, uh, halftime, there's two people, uh, one on either side of the court with a mop. And the first one to clean up all the shit gets, <laughs> I don't know, doesn't have to lay down in it or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Let me think about it. Oh, that's just, they're probably like puking as they're <laughs> mopping it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's awful. Yeah. Or wonderful. Yeah, it depends on your viewpoint. I guess. To be determined until it happens. <laughs> Watch one day all of these exist. <laughs> and we're just looking back on it like, yeah. Did we do this? Well, we basically invented dabbing. Well, we did. So... Yeah, before before it was cool. Yeah. Like we but were doing it, it before, before like Migos came up with that song. Look at my dab. I was like, we were doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so I we're, we're prodigies. We're uh, trendsetters. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, what we're talking about. We made a video about how to not make apple crisp. Mm-hmm. It's uh, on YouTube. Well, we told you how to make it. We just don't actually make it. Yeah, it didn't didn't work out. No, but we but dabbed. yeah, we were dabbing in it. Sort As of. a joke, yeah, it wasn't. Of. It wasn't a dab, but it was a dab. Yeah, it was like the dab without the head turned into the arm. Yeah. So it was yeah. the same thing, but then we were just doing it. I was. I don't know why I was doing it a bunch that day, and I don't understand why I was doing it. And we just happened to do it at the exact same time without planning it. Yeah. And then immediately after that take, we both looked at each other and screamed. And we, and we were freaked like, what out just, a little. What just happened? <laughs> Did you plan that? And then yes. we used that in the final cut. That's yeah, good. but it's in there. So you guys can all look that up and watch yeah. us. How not to make apple crisp or how to make apple crisp or just look up Tribune Productions or something like that. Yeah, I think, yeah, Tribune Productions. Giving the people what they want. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you can also watch all of our little short sketches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very Sh- professional. Yeah. We should make more of those, though, my dude. We should make, because now have the... our filmmaking skills are so much higher. Exactly. We, I have, we have audio, actual audio, We have, and, like, my 5D, Mark III. Bro. We could make some beautiful does that films. Shoot, does that shoot 4K? Mm, that's a good question. Mm, I, don't, my, I don't know if it does. Mine shoots 4K. Oh, really? Yeah, my have? Sony a6300. Mm, nice. Well, we'd have a B camera anyway. No matter. Yeah, what we would definitely have two great cameras for yeah. sure. Yeah. So we could do some multi-angle stuff. Yeah, absolutely. 
instead of every time because basically what we were doing is there was no one behind the camera we were just sitting we would set the camera up and then shoot it yeah just turn it on and get in position and hope that the focus everything worked yeah (laughs) man it'd be fun to make a short film we should do that we should we will we'll brainstorm some killer yeah we should and like storyboard and everything and then like whenever you come down here if i go up there then we'll just like like bang it out yeah we'd need like people to be in it though maybe yeah Dep- well i guess right. it i guess it depends on the idea if we came oh. up with an idea we just needed one person then i have an idea oh. i have an idea okay. um hold uh it's a documentary oh <clears throat> about the national funny league <laughs> About you, so it's a mockumentary of you trying to start this up? Us. Trying to start this up. (laughs) Us. Us. Uh, Yes. And we're like, and we get, there's like investors that keep turning us down, acting like we're, you know, they're like, you'll never make it. And then there's (laughs) montages of us like working really hard and like hyper cutting through like a year's worth of work. Yeah. And then at the end of the documentary, uh, we shit ourselves <laughs> and it ends <laughs> how do you how do you feel now uh, not, not, i think not feeling that one i think we just successfully storyboarded <laughs> no you need definitely to draw, gave everyone draw a, anything you definitely gave everyone a visual a visual <laughs> image of the ending yeah yeah <laughs> can you here's a question do you think you can okay like the room right Mm. do you think you can make a bad movie or do you think you have to be genuinely trying to make a good movie in order for it to be so good it's or so bad it's good um i feel like you have to make something as bad as the room i think you have to like he gen tommy wiseau genuinely believed he was making a good yeah, exactly. But my question is though, like is that that movie is so bad that it is good. Like that is a good film. Like, well, it's not good. It's more it's so bad that it has like a cult following, and that it's just so bad. You're like, oh yeah, like I'll watch this because it's just so bad. But my point is though, like if that movie were thirty percent better, no yeah. one would watch it. No, probably because not. because it would be the exact same as every other like, like shitty movie. indie film yeah, yeah like it'd, it'd, be, it'd be it just wouldn't be notable but because it's so bad it's good like my question is do you think that you could make a movie with the like self-aware with the intention of it being so terrible that it's good or do you think that people would just be like ah oh, this is hacky because they obviously wanted it to be bad i don't know i feel like you might i mean i've seen people try that like there's a group on youtube called red letter media do you know them? No. Okay. Well, they have like a weird fascination with bad movies. And okay. so they deliberately went out and made a bad movie. All right. But it's like, it's, it's not like bad, like the room. Like I would watch the room cause it's funny. Yeah. But this is just so cringy and it's so obvious that they're trying to make it like a cult hit, terrible film. Right. Like you were saying. And it's Maybe just, it just it's, doesn't work. it's just terrible. Hmm. Like that's strange. And it's not even that like it's not even that well done either. Oh, like it's okay. like it's like oh you guys just don't really get filmmaking that much. Like I don't think mm. you guys are really. They're like big critics of movies on YouTube. They do all this stuff about like critiquing movies <clears throat> and going out and calling all these people elitist in mm. Hollywood. And they're sitting there basically doing the same thing. It's pretty funny. <laughs> right. they're, they're extremely hypocritical. Yeah, okay. I don't really mm. like them, but I hear a lot about them, and I'm like, mm, 
guys suck. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I That'd would. Be a... I mean, someone asked me actually a similar question. Was like, would you ever try to make like a B horror movie or something like that? And I was like, mm. no, because to me, when you're make to me at least when you're trying to make a film, like a serious film, that you got to try to put as like make it as good as you can. It might turn out crappy, but that's all right. Right. Unless you're trying, like, well, like we were doing years ago, making like sketch comedy, basically. Basically, we were filming a sketch. Yeah. 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 So, the, but, but that's the thing. We weren't trying to make it bad. We tried oh, to make it cheesy and tried to make it funny, but we weren't trying to be like, make something just so bad. We were trying to yeah. make it still good. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> I mean, it didn't really turn out great all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. I watched um I watched the one that we made that or you made it and mostly I wasn't really involved, but that Apox one mm-hmm. that makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah. it's funny. Yeah. Ma- mainly just Andrew's acting makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah. What a guy. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. Just oh, the man. way he delivers this one line, I don't know why, but it just makes it just it kills <laughs> me every time. Yeah. People uh <laughs> Andrew recently watched our um oh what was it? The one that we teleported. I would like the the Earth Odyssey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He really liked that. Andrew was like, it's actually like good, good. Yeah, I, no, I that one actually turned out like it, like we tried really hard at exa- it. <laughs> we, yeah, and we kind of did. We did but it try. Was, but it was like kind of funny. Like we had some good funny moments and it was like the SFX were pretty good. I don't know. Yeah. No, like, yeah, all the, all the special effects are good. Like the teleporting looked good. The ending shot where there's like you Cloning. and then, mm-hmm. yeah, and then I'm, I'm sitting on the couch twice. Yeah. Like that looked legit. That yeah. there was no like seam in the f- shot. It looked genuinely like I was actually yeah doubled. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And that has like the best line. I'm just like eating cereal. You're like, can I go yeah. home now? And you're like, never. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. My acting ability though is <clears throat> so. Yeah. Who's good at it though? It's all fake. Well, you're pretty good at it. No. Yeah. You're better than I am, that's for sure. Well, speaking of acting though, I'm in a play. Did I tell you that? I saw something about that on Facebook. Like I saw someone kept posting something about a play and you were tagged in all of them. Yeah, yeah, it keeps happening. It doesn't stop. <laughs> but um no, it's it's at like the Pinnacle Playhouse in Belleville. Uh mm-hmm. it's called Noises Off. It's a play by Michael Frayne. It's amazing. Uh if you're into plays, it's a play about a play that goes mm-hmm. terribly wrong. Oh, so uh, kinda like that uh oh no. Oh, I've seen something like that. Oh, anyway, no, yeah, keep going. I'll remember well, it later. Sure, yeah. Uh, so it's the first act is like the characters trying to learn how to do the play. Like they're still rehearsing and they're terrible at it. It's just nowhere near ready. Yeah. And then the second act where, where it gets like super interesting and like uh, where the audience dies of laugh. Like the audience loves it mm-hmm. is uh, the set is made so that it can turn around like yeah. 180 degrees and the whole second act is re-watching the first act that you just watched from the front but yeah. now it's from the back three weeks later <laughs> uh, and like people are seeing things that make it well it makes it look like there's a girl that's performing something on a man when she's not but the, another character sees that through a door yeah uh, 
it, like people try to like almost get killed like there's people swinging axes at people like it's just like this incredible yeah. like it's just all physical it's so cool and then the third act everyone's just done and they just like have given up and yeah it's it's amazing it's it's a really fun play what uh what type of character do you play i'm the tim allgood i'm the <laughs> stage manager in the play like for the play in the play okay. so like yeah, yeah yeah so it's not it's not a very big part but i was blown away that i like got a part at all like i, mm. I didn't think i would there was quite a few people that tried out so yeah no that's awesome though yeah yeah is that the, is that your first time kind of doing any stage stuff since like high school yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah it's been like almost five years now i think or Dang. maybe it has been five years i don't know I remember, I remember seeing the first time I saw you perform on stage was you, you guys were doing arsenic and old lace mm. and you and Ben Mills were playing the, uh, <laughs> Johnny and Einstein. Yeah. 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 And you had that hilarious, well, not hilarious. It was a really good, but that's why it was funny. It was like, you had a great German, German accent. accent. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I remembered there was a moment in that play. Uh, this probably won't be very funny. You'll have to, it probably is like a, you had to be there moment, but like, we'd run the play a few times and it was like closing night or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was supposed to like run up the stairs really quickly. Um, yeah. And, and then I, and I was supposed to stop somebody from like going through a door on the second level. But uh, I was in character as like this Einstein dude. Mm-hmm. And as I was going up the stairs, my foot missed like the third step <laughs> and I fell and just like hit my, like hit, I don't know what I hit. It was like my head or my shoulder or something. Uh, but, and like audibly like out loud and like loudly i just yelled i sleeped but in a german accent <laughs> and everybody like burst out laughing and and ben was on stage and he's supposed to be playing boris karloff looking guy he's supposed to be deadpan and yeah. he started like laughing and then i started laughing it lasted for like two minutes everyone was just laughing and then oh, eventually awesome. kept going yeah it was I, like, sh- I sleeped i sleeped yeah it was like my favorite moment that's why stage is so awesome. Like, I don't know. Acting, yeah, you don't have any redo. Exactly. Like, it's just, it, that's it. Like, you have there's so to. much more adrenaline. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's <clears throat> awesome. And that's harder, too. Those ones are harder. Like, that arsenic on the lace one. Because, basically, you just you just continuously go until, like, the intermission. Mm-hmm. And then you do, then you go for the second half. Mm-hmm. Whereas, we did, the next year, you did we did that. Oh yeah. All, all I really I need, something need kindergarten. To know I learned in kindergarten. Kindergarten. Yeah, 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 yeah. All I really need to know I learned in kindergarten or something. Yeah, which was just a bunch of like short sketches yeah. Yeah, that exactly. all kind of tied together in one theme. Yeah. I hope the playwright isn't listening, but I really didn't like that. <clears throat> no. Play very much. I don't know. No, I wasn't my favorite. I don't know. I liked there were certain sketches that I liked. Yeah, there I were didn't, some I didn't really like the entire thing, but there yeah. were certain sketches that I thought were because they were really funny yeah and then there was a couple ones that were just really really well acted like the people in the roles had like it was like the perfect role for them yeah so it just worked out really well for sure like i i I think uh it it was good but like my favorite sketch from the whole play wasn't in we didn't include in the in the play oh really yeah because like there was quite a few that we had to cut because like it's a long one it was a Christian school, so like there were some that didn't work, and then also because we were in high school, uh, our director didn't want to put them in. But the, there was one about like this guy whose wife died, or white, or some something about somebody's wife dying, mm-hmm. and I was like, I used it, and I did it in my audition, like I did it for my audition, mm-hmm. and like 
it's so it was so powerful like it's so i don't know i just i it felt so good to yeah. do but then 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 there's just a bunch of funny stuff i want to act so bad i want to be in a play that's just like like so serious like so sad also not like go the comedy route yeah every, that's, that's generally what you've tended towards yeah generally yeah and, and that's and i think that's what most i don't know most plays are it seems anyway like most plays that are performed in community theater at least are comedies because most communities want to watch comedies they don't want to watch some sort of macabre i don't know you know yeah like super serious like emotional yeah exactly uh, yeah well also when you're casting i mean at least in film i don't know what it is for plays but when you're casting for like a role that someone's gonna have to be super serious super emotional it's a lot harder to cast that role because you generally have like a very specific vision in your head of what that character needs to be to get like right. the script to get the story to come out right and then right. an audition if no one hits it like right on you're like i don't know who to cast right for sure for but sure in, i mean yeah, yeah. that character is way more th- <laughs> like three-dimensional right like a, mm-hmm. a, a comedy character can only be so fleshed out but like yeah someone who's gone through pain right like that's yeah for sure sounds more difficult yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's I've I've generally stayed away from comedy writing as well. Generally, like in mm-hmm. any type of longer form than just a sketch. Yeah. Just because I'm like, oh no, like it challenges me as well to write something more serious. But then of course it comes hard becomes harder to make because unless you get someone who's really passionate about doing those types of films, like they have a very hard time staying in, staying in character and they break a lot and it's hard to get through a film. <laughs> <clears throat> But there we go. You want to do serious stuff? I want to do serious. Stuff. Let's do some serious stuff. Some ser- a serious short film. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Those are the ones that win the awards. It's true. They are the ones. You just have to, you know, make it about a gay guy. And yeah. A gay guy who, like, probably, uh, you know, he's not from Canada, but he moved to Canada. Mm-hmm. What else is, is like basically uh, he, just minority? He's he's broke. Uh-huh. Uh, he doesn't have money. Um, what else? Uh, he's addicted to something. Let's yeah. say buying uh, Furbies. <laughs> Shoot, it's going into comedy again. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a hard addiction to like pain medication. Oh, that's not what I heard. <laughs> get your mind out of the gutter we're trying to be serious yeah sorry having a civil conversation like gentlemen (laughs) yeah hard addiction hard addiction just a little little jump little lag in the sorry yeah my mic just cut out there for a second (laughs) yeah i don't don't know what happened i'll try to dick Tate more efficiently. <laughs> I'm just leaving all that in there. I'm not doing anything to. You, you know what my that. Fa- you know what my favorite month is. What? Sorry, I just have to cough. October. It's <laughs> my favorite month. Oh yeah. That was pro- that was probably too far. That was just stretching it out. <laughs> that yeah, that was like a mm, all right. I get it, but. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask you why it's your favorite month, but you know, you know what? Actually, like <clears throat> October's pretty close. It's mm. just the I just love the fall. Yeah, it, uh, the fall's amazing. Fall all around, man. No, what's fall, your f- for sure? Yeah. Right? Oh, it's so it's so crispy. Like it's so like 
Yeah. It's like it's like it's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's sweater weather. You got like nice colors everywhere. Crunchy leaves underneath your feet. Yeah. Mm. It's true. Drink some hot beverages. The perfect. It's like the perfect time of year. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Straight up. It's my favorite for sure. Although I don't really drink hot drinks, but that's that's just me. Yeah. To each their own. Yeah. There was a trend going around this fall. I don't know if you saw it. I don't know if it it was out in out your way, but Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of businesses here were like, it was like a fireplace store, for example. I was like. Come on in and uh, take a look at our new uh, pumpkin spiced fireplace mantles. And uh, like, there's a vet a vet shop that was like, "Come on in for our pumpkin spiced uh, checkup or in- injections or some shit." I don't know, but everything was like pumpkin spice. Like, don't everyone, know, ten- everyone just copied Starbucks. Basically, making fun of it and like yeah. whatever their service or product was, they just said, "Come on in for a pumpkin spice blend." It was amazing. It was pretty funny. It was out, like an epidemic <laughs> out here. Tim Hortons brought out their own pumpkin spice latte mm, did they yeah i thought it was really funny and they just called it that they're like yeah we have pumpkin spice latte and i was like all right yeah is that a starbucks thing or was that like before starbucks i don't know i feel like starbucks at least made it popular yeah you're probably right <laughs> yeah you can go in and pay eight bucks for it so <laughs> i wonder what i mean i i i'm sure that i fit an archetype like I'm sure I play hard into a stereotype you know I don't know what it is but I'm sure I do uh but if you play into the stereotype that is the type of person I won't say what gender um <laughs> or what ethnicity but if you play into to a stereotype that like lives off of Starbucks mm-hmm. and you post to Instagram every day with your nails done so I mean girl. you might be <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Uh, but, I said it. I'll do it. I don't care. But like, <laughs> you, you get your nails did, and then, mm. and you have like sunglasses on, and you and you cock your head to the side, yeah. and you stick your hip out, and you show, and you like drink your Starbucks cup. Like, do again. I'm I'm sure I play into one too, and I'm mm. not aware. If I do, I'm not aware of it. But aren't you? If you, <clears throat> aren't you aware? Like, are they not aware that they're playing so hard into a stereotype that makes fun of them? And then also they kind of look down on it and, and claim that they're not a part of. Right, 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 right. Because like nobody wants to be quote, quote unquote basic. Like nobody yeah. wants to be basic, right? And mm. they, everybody knows it. Like Starbucks is associated with being basic. I, I think they have to. If, if you're on the internet for more than 20 minutes, you find out that Starbucks equals basic. So like yeah. what, what – do people really love spending $8 on sugar or – or what's the point? Like, do you? I kind of talked about this a little bit actually with somebody else in my last episode. Oh, really? A little, just like briefly, kind of similar topic, okay. but about how he he takes his wife to Starbucks. Okay. Right. And and he was saying it's not really about like this is different because he's also married to her, so it might be different if you're just dating or you're just going with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said it's really not about the the starbucks it's more that starbucks has that like appearance of it's you know it's expensive so it's good so it's like you're treating Mm -hmm. you're treating them or you're treating yourself and then if a girl girls are going there you know as a group and they're getting it they're kind of like telling the guys like yeah like i like starbucks like i'm a higher that's interesting which is weird because like you said it's kind of also associated with it's the basic 
That kind of makes sense, though. Actually, yeah. I think yes. Yeah, I never, I never gave that thought. That's an interesting idea. I like that. Yeah. That so even though it's kind of associated with the, as weird as it is to say, like the basic white girl, like yeah. kind of that weird stereotype. Yeah, yeah. There's also more of like it's also associated with like a higher class. Like you would take coffee. this girl to spoil her. Because you right. you spend eight dollars on a coffee, like you could right. go to Tim Hortons, but that's yeah, exactly. you can't you can't you can't take a girl, right? Just Tim, well you can, but you wouldn't right. do that for the first like you know half a dozen dates. You would never think of that. Yeah, you know you go to higher class establishments, and Starbucks kind of has that appeal. Sure, no, I hear that. I hear that. <clears throat> I think that makes sense. And they play into it. Starbucks knows that for sure, so that's why they oh, come out sure. with things like oh. pumpkin spice lattes, and geniuses, the Marketing unicorn, geniuses. the unicorn yeah. drink. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. Which is basically just like cocaine and sugar, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a pink fl- food coloring. But <laughs> pink food, yeah. <laughs> What's in this? I want to lift a building, and I've lost thirty pounds. <laughs> I want more. Uh, it's just unicorns. <laughs> we just we just took a, some unicorn horns and shaved them up. Into shaved their, them up and yeah. do a white powder. Basically, that's where cocaine comes from. Everyone. Yeah, you have a you have a weekly powder addiction. <laughs> weekly powder habit. Yeah, but habit. Yeah. You're getting yeah. holes in your brain, bro. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Your brain is like now a cannibal and it just eats itself. Oh my goodness, it's terrifying. <laughs> it's all that unicorn, man. Oh man, have you seen? There's a new uh, movie coming out with uh, John Krasinski, the dude that was in The Office, played Jim. I don't know if you. Oh yeah, yeah. that like horror movie. Yeah, uh, but it, it looks like Tremors, but it's not Tremors. Yeah, I think it's called A Quiet Place, right? Yeah. And they have to be completely silent, otherwise, like there's some type of monster that will hunt them. Yeah, with like big scratch marks. John Krasinski looks great with a beard. Yeah, uh, he directed but... it. <clears throat> oh really? Yeah, and then his wife is plays his wife. Oh no way! I didn't know he was married. Yeah, married. Yeah. Okay. Tremors. This. Okay. Repairmen Val McKee, Kevin Bacon, and Earl Bassett, Fred Ward, are uh, tired of their dull lives in the small desert town of Perfection, Nevada. But just as Detroit skipped town, they have been upon a series of mysterious deaths. Is this mm. right? Oh, I thought that would explain more. I, I'm pretty sure. I think anyway. Tremors. Have you seen Tremors? Yeah. It's, isn't that the exact same thing? It's, it's similar. I mean, it's like the, a quiet the, place is like a family living on a farm hides from a supernatural evil attracted to sound by avoiding making sound and communicating in sign language. So, yeah, it's similar. But, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm wrong. I thought Tremors, though, like they only could hear you. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was like they could... Maybe that's a different... Oh yeah, maybe I'm wrong. I must be wrong about Tremors. I thought there was I thought there was a movie where like exact same premise where it's like if they hear you then then they can kill you. I thought it was like big big worms. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. My bad. Um I think hold on. It's like a quiet place. Yeah, I think this was Tremors cuz they yeah, they're down like underground and then like the the Tremors are what brings the monsters around so they have to be careful I, th- I mean I thought it was but reading that description didn't seem like it was so. yeah. I think that's what it is I think you're right though I think that's what that's what it is yeah I'm just not sure have you seen uh, John Krasinski in um, 13 hours no 
He's got a great beard in that. Plays a soldier. Oh, okay. It's a great movie. I don't really. I don't, I'm not one. I don't, don't usually watch uh, war flicks. No. 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 Not my cup of tea. Mm. I just watched one recently. Actually, I watched Hacksaw Ridge. Mm-hmm. It's really good. That's good. It's gory. Mm. Yeah. People lose their limbs all over the place in that film. Yeah. Tremors. I do remember. I'm rem- I'm remembering more of that movie now. Mm. We've been world. going for like an hour and forty minutes. It's a long time. It's a very really long time. time. It's a solid, solid spot. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Well, we can wrap it up if you Sounds want. Sounds good. Just yes. Sounds so good. it's not like so it's not super long. People, you know, people are like, "All right, wrap this up, boys." Right. You, that's how they are. Those people. Yeah. Those that, that one that one person. It's like, all right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Gotta love them. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jim. Jim. What a guy. Yeah. Thanks, Good Jim. Guy. Thanks for listening, Jim. All the way. Uh, all that. Thanks for listening, to all seven of me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining me for a second time. Mm, thank you for having me. It's been great. It's always mm-hmm. it's always so organic. We just yes. come up with the most random stuff. It works. So hopefully people enjoy that because usually my other ones are a bit more focused. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you need these. You need the random ones. You need yeah. the, the spark of originality. A little bit of insanity, yeah. Oh, definitely some insanity. I mean, yeah. the, the funny leagues, that might be borderline insanity, but I don't know. Who knows? I, the... You know, you know what they say. Super smart. You know what they say about insanity. Mm. Two, two birds can't eat <laughs> when they don't have a little bit of it. So, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they say some, that all the time. So, so you know what they do. And That's a common phrase. <laughs> they they do say it quite a bit, Connor. And uh, you know what I I agree with them. So yeah, and and you know what? Another thing when I think about is insanity really is it how close is insanity to genius? I think pretty close. Close, but you still got to get got to get through that. Yeah, yeah. Or you don't, you know. Sometimes or you just you, stick to being psychotic, or just look over the fence into Genius's yeah. backyard and quite <laughs> and enjoy. Some ideas. Enjoy slowly withering away into <laughs> senility. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> thanks to everyone who's listened so far. Or maybe this is your first one. I don't know. This may. If you this is your first one that you've listened to, well, you need to go back and listen to the other one that Devin and I did because you'll find some joys talk about balloons, mm. mm-hmm. and that's fun. The balloon part was great. Got a lot of comments on that one. Oh, good. Um, yeah, thanks again, everyone, and this will also be the last one. I think I say this in the intro before. Devin and I start talking, but this will be the last one until the new year because I'm too busy on the weekends as Christmas is approaching. Yeah. So have fun with this episode seven and see you guys in the new year. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, everybody.